Precious. Of image, yeah. Yeah. What? Concert. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah, just hit it. Oh, it is. It's not in there. It's fine. The guy can edit all this. If it's bad, he just he just puts an old talk on it. <laughs> just puts a different date. <laughs> this sounds exactly the same. <laughs> he says wearing something else. But, okay. Come on down. We'll, uh, we'll make it more like a fireside chat. Yeah, that's fine. It's a little light on you without being overwhelming, right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because yeah. in the past it was way too bright. All right, that's good. And uh, first of all, nice to see everybody. Um, second of all, I don't know if I'm going to riff too much on recovery. We'll see what happens yet. But uh, you know, the logical end to recovery is seeing that there is no self, basically. Yeah. So I'll just use one sentence that we use in recovery that had a, it was a pivotal point because it had, something had already, it was just cool and then I found a nice wording for it because uh, in AA people suffer a defeat by something manifesting through their lives, yes? So it says this on page 64 of our text, it says, See, I just said I'm not going to speak AA, then I do. <laughs> but just this one part is cool. So it says, being convinced, which is uh, a present tense state. Yeah, It's not like I was convinced, I'm going to be convinced, but being convinced, like right now, I'm clear. Yeah, And, to, uh, and convinced is to believe with certainty. Yeah? So there's no more debating, you know, things are clear. And it says, the next statement is, that self, this idea of being the doer, the thinker, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, yeah, the winner, the loser, that sense, and it's basically attributed to the body image. Yeah? So when you feel, when there's, especially with actions, when an action moves through, there's a feeling that you're the actor, yeah? and the your is pictured as a body. Yes? And so when, there's, when thoughts are noticed, there's a sense that you're the thinker of the thoughts. Somehow they're about you or you're thinking them, yes? So this, this is the sense of self, yeah? Attributing that it has a lot to do with a lot of shit it has nothing to do with, really. So it says, being convinced that self, that self, manifested in various ways. So manifested means it appears, yeah? Manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So you really can't see self-defeating you. You come to the idea that self-defeating you by recognizing its manifestations. Yeah. So, yeah. So being convinced that self, this idea, manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So we would be categorized as the us, and then there's something or no thing or mental whatever activity that manifests to all of us. Yeah. And through those manifestations, like resentments and fear and harming other people in the pursuit of what we want, through those manifestations, it defeats us yeah, in this life. All right, so he separates the two. It says self and us are different. Yeah? 
And my whole hit on it was that the us is in the act of being identified as self. Yeah? All of us, the mental states of all of us, are in the act of being identified as self. So if you just look at some of the mental states like memories, thought system, uh, perceptual uh, narration, they all picture or assume or imply that you're a body, basically. So if, you th if you're, thought about, you're thought about as a body and the feeling of being the thinker is cast as a body, yeah? So when, you, when there's a feeling, all right, there's a claiming of the thinking and then it generates a sense of thinker, the thinker is imagined as a body, yeah? And so the same thing when we go into, when we don't, but when attention and interest goes into memories, we're pictured as a body. You can't remember yourself as spirit four years ago. Like, there I am in my Hawaiian vacation. Like, where? You know? No, it's a body that you're remembering. Yes? And then the perceptions are of things. We're not perceiving no thing. We're perceiving no thing as things, really. Yeah? So the whole system that we seem to be in a reliance on is based on us being a body, really, truly, yeah? And so this is the idea, so being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So let's say we'll call self Stanley, yeah? And so Stanley is manifesting through Paul, yeah? And is defeating Paul, how? When the manifestations of Stanley come through Paul, Paul calls them mine, yeah? So Paul is in the act of being identified as Stanley and gets defeated by that identification, yeah? Now, it isn't so. This is the beauty of the solution. The solution isn't a solution to a problem. It's, it negates the idea of the problem. That's the solution, yeah? You're not Stanley nor will you ever be Stanley. It's just appearing to you right now that you're Stanley. Yeah? It's not true, nor will it be or was it. Yeah? So that's the beautiful escape. The beautiful escape is from an imaginary place. So therefore, the effects you're looking for from the escape are inherently there. Yeah? If your salvation is based on I'm saved from, a, from an imaginary thing, well, then you're cons constantly saved. <laughs> That's your inherent condition, because the thing that you feel like you need salvation from is imaginary. So basically, the salvation is readily available right now. <laughs> so the solution truly tells you the problem is an activity that the solution's entertaining, really. So the solution, in this weird example, Paul, is entertaining his Stanley. And by entertaining his Stanley, Stanley's manifestations can defeat it, yeah? So when we're identified as self, self's manifestations defeat us. Only through the identification as, yeah? I'm not identified with you, and you're totally fucked, let's say, tonight, and it's not contagious, because I'm not identified with that standard. <laughs> but the same manifestations, if held as mine, would have the ability to defeat me. So then it's not the manifestations, it's what's, man what's, what's in the act of being identified. Where the juice? 
Yeah, we're the power. Yeah, so now non-duality for me is a fact. That's all it is. It says not to. Yeah, and what we're fighting in a sense in in uh, in this condition of being identified is that there's a subjective experience having, we're having, yes? There's no thing seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. You don't see seeing, yeah? yeah. You don't see hearing, yeah. You may think it's from the ears, but the ears just facilitate it. It's not what's hearing, it's consciousness, let's say. So, yeah, consciousness, subjectiveness is manifesting, and then there's an appearance of the body. Now, the mental state has mixed the two up. It believes the body is the subject. So the body is the one that's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. So the consciousness gets claimed by the, by the mental process and pinned on the body. So now, when seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is occurring, and if there was a clarity, that would be the awareness of what you are, yeah? It's, it's hijacked because now it implies you as a body. <laughs> So the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, the touching, obviously are verbs, yes? Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching means there's a continuum, it's an activity. The mental state, just, you can just see it. It's, you're in your own laboratory. I mean, it's as plain as day. So. The seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is going on, and a mental state comes after, after the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. When people talk about they didn't want to feel something, they had already felt it. Yeah? So the one who has an opinion that they didn't want to feel it comes after the feeling. Let's just get the horse in front of the car, you know? <laughs> you know, it's simple, right? So there's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The mental state, sort of claims the seeing and causes a sense of duality, not causes it, it allows it to appear. So now there's, the seeing is, is made into seer seeing, yeah? So the seer is the subject, the seeing is the object. This is duality, yeah? So seeing's happening, seer seeing. Hearing's happening, hear or heard. Feeling's happening, feeling felt. Tasting's happening, taste or tasted, yes? Smelling's happening, smell us what's smelt. Yeah, whatever, it's got a word in it. So now, the verbing, the verbing, pure verbing, pure seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, subjectivity, is now cast into subject-object. Now, non-duality is just a negation of that. And so here's the duality being expressed, but it's based on the dualism that we find ourselves in, because the subject by the, men the mental state's reaction to the subjectivity, it's pinning it on the object. It's casting you as the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the thinker, the doer, everything, yeah? So, so the subject gets attributed to the object. That's pure duality, yeah? Rooted in the dualism of subject-object. What non-duality is, is a negation of that. That's all it is. It's not, any, it's not proclaiming what is, it's just negating what ain't, really. Yeah? Because it knows it's what is that's identified as what ain't. You don't have to talk about what is. Yeah? You don't have to describe what is. What you have to do is describe 
what ain't to what is, instead of constantly trying to describe what is to what ain't. It's just a waste of time, seriously. You may feel good, but it doesn't go anywhere. It reinforces what you're not, hearing about what you are. Yeah? So let's just hear about what we're not with the hopes that what you are sort of gets it and goes, hey, I'm not that. And then suddenly the horse is in front of the cart, things make sense, things line up, you know exactly what alcoholism is and isn't, and you know what needs to be corrected, which is the body-brain. Yeah? And that there is no spiritual malady, there's no malady in spirit. It's a mental malady. Yeah? Spirit has no malady. Doesn't have, there's no spiritual disease. Spirit doesn't have a disease. There's nothing, nothing could uh, attach to it. It's just, yeah, so. So the non-duality, there's a great master of Ramana Maharshi. A lot of people heard of him. If you read a lot of his teachings, which were written, he had a very, very set amount of teachings, but a lot of people wrote about them. And when they wrote about them, they would usually phrase certain top things as the problem or the greatest mystery. So it had some importance. And you, it's peppered in all, its, all of the writings about them. And one of them is explained as, this is sort of the move, yeah? This is sort of the obscuring agent, which is, there's a presupposing, so supposing or assuming means you don't really know if it's true or not, you're just assuming it to be true, yeah? Like, my girlfriend has this habit of assuming, like, the public pools are open and bringing the kids there, and they're not, you know? So now the kids have, been, have grown to realize mom doesn't know what the fuck's going on, because she doesn't call up and see if the pool's open. She just assumes and goes behind the head, packs them all in, arrives there, and then they're disappointed, and hey, mom, you know? So, simple phone call. Hey, pool's closed today. Huh? Oh, I had an assumption that you were open. I know, but you're wrong. So here's this assumption or a supposing of this. So it's a presupposing, though. So it has time involved. Yeah, time. Time's the main ingredient of the magic. Don't try to get it. It's going in. Don't worry about it. It's what you're not trying to understand it. That's not necessary. What you are understands it completely. We're just trying to get through the fucking obscuring. Not to the obscuring. <laughs> you, you don't want to unconfuse that which is always confused. No. You just want to shoot over the head. Yeah? So the message is never to you from this to yours. It's throwing over your head. And I know by being in a seat assignment, I know how far your mental arm can reach. Not that far. And basically, they hit everywhere, I can just go like this, all I gotta do is keep it out of your hands and I know it's delivered. So the whole point is, I'm talking to that which we are about that which we're not, instead of wasting any more time talking to that which we're not about that which we are. And a lot of freaking talks go that direction. Yeah? They're not realizing, they're not paying attention or they're not emphasizing, there's a robbery in place at these talks. That which you're not is claiming to be the hearer of the message. And that nudes the message. Over and over and over again. Yeah? To the point that it can go so extreme that the self, the idea of self, wants to become a non-self. Yeah? But as a self. <laughs> it wants to get some non-self attributes but be there to have them. <laughs> it's a, it, you can see the absurd lengths it's going. So... Let's just be clear. I'm not talking to you and it's, you're not hearing from me. 
that's happening, we're throwing it over the head, so that what you, what you are hears about what you're not, and what we're going to describe, and there are no non-duality meanings, where, tell me. They're duality meanings, basically. We're trying to talk about duality so that quality of not-dual in us maybe hears it and goes, hey, wait a minute, that's not of me, yeah? That's not of me. And then, now the horse in front of the cart, finally it was the cart in front of the horse has been switched. And now, instead of looking for what you are from what you're not, you're looking at what you're not looking for what you are, for what you are. That's why you start laughing a lot, because it's fucking hilarious, <laughs> really. I've been laughing ever since it dawned on this, and it keeps dawning on it. It's hilarious that we are what we're looking for. Where, 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 where. No, it's so difficult because we believe we're something sincerely already, so it doesn't actually land. So people will do that absurd thing and say, you are what you're looking for. Where? Where? Yeah. No, you are what you're looking for. Now, like now. Yes, it's uh, it's like incredible speed bump. So, so we're talking to what you are about what you're not. And then there's a great Zen master, Hawaiian Po, one of my favorite, from China, and he put it this way. So here we are at a meeting. Let's say the guest speaker. Hope there'd probably be less people here if it was Hawaiian Po, the guest speaker. <laughs> let's say Hawaiian Po is here, and then Hawaiian Po goes. And he sees Bill and Jim and Tony and everyone else. And he goes, uh, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Now, because he was seeing the Buddha in Bill, Jim, and Mary and Tony, right? He wasn't seeing Jim, Bill, Mary, Tony. He was seeing the Buddha. And he was trying to talk through Jim, Mary, Bill to the Buddha. He was, you're the obscuring agent, as set up right now. You're the obscuring agent. You're hearing the message distorts the message. Yeah. So he was talking through Bill, Jim, Paul, Mary, hopefully to the Buddha. And he says to the Buddha, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah. Now, would he say that to anyone other than the Buddha? What would be the point? It wouldn't apply to anyone who wasn't a Buddha, but he knows what we are. We're the Buddha, and he's telling us, hey, you can't use yourself to find yourself. And then he says, you can't use mind, so you must be mind also, big mind. You can't use mind to find mind, and you can't use light to find light. So I imagine we're light, mind, and Buddha, at least in his eyes, yeah? It is so beautiful. So when the Buddha hears it, hey, you can't use yourself to find yourself, there's no need for commentary. There's no need for debate. If the chips fall, they fall. To me, it's like a spiritual shoe store. You put the shoes out. If they fit, you wear them. Yeah, and then vaguely, that's the gig is up. <laughs> that's what happened with me. My spiritual pants fell down, and they never went back up. I mean, really, I saw it. It was so clear. It's still so clear. There's a great statement in recovery similar to this. Self can't get out of self. So, and yet, if you look at an addict's life, that's all we're trying to do. <laughs> we're trying to get out of something as that something we're trying to get out of. That's why it never works, yeah? So people who are, have been doing this earlier than us observed 
and made a beautiful statement to save the people coming after a lot of time. Hey, self can't get out of self because we've been trying it, didn't work, so I'm passing it on to you. So, so how do you get out of self then? If there's a huge drive to get out of self and you can't get out of self as self, then maybe the only way would be to see you're not self. Yeah? Because the inner self is what demands the wanting to get out of self. Maybe we know getting out of it hasn't worked. Look at many of our lives. Yeah? We've taken it uh, really far and there was no success. Yeah? So maybe the real, the out is before the in. Yeah? Yeah? Not out after the in, which is addiction or spiritual addiction, shit like that, but the out before the in. So maybe we're inherently out of self. That's so beautiful, yeah? So therefore, any move to get out of self as self would reinforce the idea you're in self. You don't see the power that you have. If you try to get out of something, you're giving it the reality of able to be in. That's how powerful we are, yeah? So here, suddenly, you see what you're not, so you're not trying to get out of self. And then another strange thing is this huge desire for many people to get into the moment, which is based on an insane idea you could be out of a moment. You and I have never been out of any moment, ever. We are the moment, basically. Yeah, so you can't get out. So we're trying to get out of what we can't be in, and then we're trying to get into what we can't be out of. It's like bizarro world. And that's just the beginning. There's a lot more of these things. So and this is what happened with me. Yeah? Things went in and downloads occurred. And then I got, somehow I, we put out a website and people from outside of recovery got in touch with me. And then I saw the wonders of spiritual addiction, the disease of spiritual seeking. And then basically stuff just came downloading to explain, to, to make sense of all this. That, and Ramana says it beautifully. There's this, all right, there's, so there's this presupposing of an existing, non-existent thing, a body, yeah? So the existence is mixed with the non-existent, and now it's taken as the non-existent thing, yeah? So, all right, so now this presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing, yeah? He says, if that's the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? So you're in a little bit of a quandary. So where you're thinking you're going is really reinforcing what you're trying to escape. <laughs> so what happens when you're confronted with the failedness of the system you're relying on? I don't know, surrender, pause, whatever. Yeah, you realize I don't have the equipment to grok or get or realize or arrive at that which I already am. So all the studying I've been doing about what I am, all the wanting to know what I am, all the experiences I've been seeking to be what I am are really going the wrong way. Yeah? You can know what you're not. It's very helpful. You can study what you're not. It's right here, plain sight. Yeah? You experience it all day because you can't know or study or experience what you are. You're only relegated to one position, which is being it, really. Yeah, and being is a whole nother thing. 
<laughs> and being, I'll tell you, doesn't really demonstrate much thought or effort in being. It's not like, it's not sweating by being all day. It isn't. Now, me trying to be something may produce a lot of sweat. Yeah? Because I, I think I am something already, trying to do myself into something else. Being isn't playing that game. And so if you look at your own conscious contact, do you, you know, do you go to seeing lessons? Try to see, oh, hearing, try to... No, the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching doesn't demonstrate any thought or effort, does it? Does, yours, does what's moving through the five gates demonstrate any thought or effort? No. Why would you think thought and effort would allow you to arrive there to that which demonstrates no thought or effort? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. It makes a lot of sense if you take yourself to be something else. If you see through that, looking for what you are with what you are makes no sense. You know? See what happens. There's a reboot. Yeah? And maybe you'll never get booted back up. Really. You just get booted down and then... You know, your int the interest and attention gets redistributed, and because I believe we're in effect this, we're an, ex an expression and an observation, you will know the tree by its fruits. You've entertained some ideas, and now, over a long swath of time and circumstances and situations, you've traveled lighter as what you're not. And that's all that what you're not wanted ever, really. And I found a lot of spiritual yearning would be dismissed if you were content and satisfied, to tell you the truth. I think we're just misnaming discontent as a spiritual urge. It isn't. As soon as you feel cool, chilled out, you won't be doing much. Yeah? You'll be being a whole, you know, hanging out, but you're not going to be... It just changes things. So I, maybe there are some real destined action figures to become spiritual, like yoginis or whatever. I'm not one of them, you know. I gave it a good shot, but as soon as this correction seemed to take place, I lost all interest in all of that. Where if you took my blood sample now, it would show no signs of spirituality. 0. 0.00000000. None. I had no interest in it, especially as a topic. None. You know? Why? Because you are, you know, why would you be interested in it if you are it? You'd be interested in a lot of other stuff. Yeah? <laughs> it's got tons of interest. You're being it. You know? No, I'm going to try to be interested in No. It's more dispersal, yeah? That focus and vigilant drive and that seeking, you know, that time tunnel that focuses you and you miss everything, that gets dismissed and now it's like dispersed. You're just like a, a vague sense of something all day. But you never get chipped. Yeah? You never get chipped. You're never thinking you're missing anything or you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. None of that. Yeah? And then your your great philosophy is about the past and if it was supposed to happen it did. And if it wasn't it didn't. <laughs> End of the story. You know, it just allows you to travel lighter. And this action figure can be corrected quite a lot. It's but it's not a chariot of the gods. You're not going to ride this to the transcendent state. You know? this, is a, an odd, this is a figment in a dreaming. Yeah? And it can't leave the dreaming. It's only appearing in dreaming. <laughs> it can't transcend the state that's making it. 
<laughs> yeah, like a bubble would just pop if it left the water. <laughs> pop. <laughs> so, I mean, this is like a Toyota, basically, for me. And it's been corrected enough through recovery. <laughs> I don't veer into other cars too much. Not burning down houses or fornicating with people I shouldn't be. Just like a, you know, a grazing animal. Just hanging, doing little, simple little things. Yeah, I don't need much observation or surveillance. <laughs> but I call it like a free-range alcoholic, you know. I'm just free from, uh, the problem doesn't exist for me today. Which is a damn good solution, yeah. Because the, uh, the problem has to exist as you. Yeah, there is no self that's fucking with you. We're identical, we're, we're, see, if you want us, if you're not familiar from the talks on YouTube, I use the word selfing, yeah, because I don't think there are any nouns, period, yeah, so I, it would give something too much credit to call it self, yeah, so selfing, so selfing is, is the act of being identified as a self. It's a verb completely. There's no self, and then the verb is the act of being identified. The whole verb is the act of being identified as a self. It's an activity the mental states are in. Yeah? So the act of being identified as self. So what occurs is, as Ramana said, there's a presupposing. So the verb happens, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yes? Doing everything, living, verbing, yeah? The mental state arises and claims the verbing to imply a noun, yeah? So the verbing, the noun is extracted from the verbing, yeah? So the, like the mental state mines the verbing to find this imaginary goal or noun. So the noun happens after the verbing, yes? So as Ramana said, there's a presupposing. So when the noun is assumed, after the verbing, it's presupposed before the verbing. And so now, you feel like you're doing the verbing as a noun, you see? It's a little move in time. It uses time differently than we're used to. We believe time, as this action figure, we believe there was a past, the present, and inexorably the future. The mental state doesn't play that game. It produces something after the verbing and then implies it to be before the verbing. And now the noun and the whole language supports this, yeah? The whole, our language, English language, proclaims that we have a lot to do with shit we have nothing to do with. I mean, all, all day. I mean, my, my knee went out surfing five years ago in the water. When I, I, when pe when I tell people, it was, I would say, I hurt my knee. So it sounded like I went out in the water with a hammer and pow, pow, hurt my knee. In fact, I became aware the knee went out, really. But the language, I hurt my knee. It's like I own, you know, I'm the one who did it. See, this is, see, it's not, it's, it seems insi insignificant, but the repetition of it is unbelievable in time. Yeah? It's like a trance setting. And what happens, it, it presupposes a fact and then the whole narrative, the whole head shit is reinforcing that fact. The f beautiful thing is, it's not a fact. So when you entertain this possibility, it may be seen as not a fact. And then suddenly, all the assuming and reinforcing is seen as an advertising. 
And maybe you won't buy the advertising. It's like what happened with me. I was going around the world, and I, uh, I was in Turkey. So we're in Istanbul. And uh, there's a beautiful place called the Blue Mosque. It's a huge mosque. And nearby is Sophia, which is like, uh, it was amazing. It was, a, it was a Muslim temple or whatever mosque. And then they cleaned this stuff, and they saw underneath it, there was all these mosaics of a Christian church from the early first century. It's awesome. Yeah. So we were there, and then this very well-dressed guy came up to me and a couple people I met at the guest house, and he talked perfect English. He says, I'll show you around. And I was a little suspicious of him, but I said, all right. So he took us around, showed us, had a lot of information, and then he brings us to this brick wall. There's a little door there, knocks on the door. A guy looking just like him, in a way, opens the door, and that's the last time we see that guy who has taken us on the tour, yeah? And now this other guy brings us into this big showroom and they're selling rugs there, yeah? And oriental rugs. And so they go, hey, what's your name? I go, Paul, I say, Mr. Paul, do you want some Turkish coffee, apple juice? I say, apple juice. And they have you sit down on these little, around the windows. And then got all looking the same with the sort of similar suits, start coming out with rugs. And they're on, you know, the lights bouncing off them, they're swinging them, they're throwing them down. It's like a huge thing. And they come over to you, Turkish coffee, apple, you can be there for hours, you know, apple juice, yeah. And, they, and it was unbelievable. But the thing is, I didn't have a flaw, F-L-O-O-R. I had nowhere to live. So I had an immunity because the advertising was unbelievable. But I don't have fucking a place to put the, the rug. I don't have a flaw, I don't live anywhere. So then they said, oh no, Mr. Paul, we can fold it and we'll put it in your knapsack. I said, I'm not going to Thailand with a fucking oriental rug in my knapsack. It was so absurd, it didn't matter how fucking enticing the temptation or the, the advertisement, I wasn't gonna buy a fucking rug because I was very clear, I don't have a flaw. This is the point. The head is reinforcing an assumed fact. If you question the fact, you'll see the reinforcing as an advertisement and you may be in a state of no. Yes? Yes. That's the whole point of non-duality. The whole point of this message is to question the fact that everything is based on because that's what it does. It presupposes a fact and then just riffs on it. Yeah? And then you want to get out of the fact as a fact. And you can't get out of an imaginary fact. And you can't get out of an imaginary fact as an imaginary fact. Self can't get out of self. You cannot use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah? So, once you see it, it's a presupposing, hey, yeah? How hard is it to uh, correct an assumption? Not hard at all. As soon as my girlfriend ended up at the pool, the assumption was corrected. Yeah? You'll see your fucking everyday seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and it'll be quite clear to you as an observation, the verbing is way before the noun. Yeah? Why is it that I'm living in interpretation with the noun first? Self-centeredness, yes. That's the system we're relying on. Everything is seen as it pertains to me. So all the verbing is seen as it pertains to a noun. It's not true. So when you were a kid, wasn't life, didn't you feel like you were living? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, life was happening. And then a few years into the brain developing, it was seen as life's happening to me. The verb gets supplanted with an imaginary noun that assumes it's a fact, and then you live as if it is the rest of your freaking life.
And if you don't even see it one way, it's going to be, it's going to get relevance and be by it because it, it will present to you that it can block you off from what you are. That's how powerful what I'm not is. It can block you. Give me a freaking break. No obscuring agent can block the light from the light. So all of this is believed to be so, and it ain't. So it's the most beautiful message because there's nothing to do. All you see is what isn't true, and once that correction is seemingly made, it tells you it's always been that way. It was never true, yeah? And it's never gonna be true. So basically, if you arrive at that lovely space, it's gonna tell you it's always been this way. Always been this way, always been this way. So all the believing that something could stop me or do this and do that was what we are believing in what we're not. Yeah, and when what we are sees, hey, I'm not that, then all of this narration becomes an advertisement and you may have an immunity to the product because you're clear, yes. You're seeing it from the light, not from the presupposed fact. The presupposed fact is gonna buy tons of rugs when it doesn't have a flaw. <laughs> it is, because it's gonna, I'm gonna need a, you know, whatever fucking thing. Can you imagine going in Thailand, you know, 40 pounds, what's in your backpack? Water, food, no, rug, oriental rug. I don't even have a place to live, but hey, I may. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's such a beautiful message because the correction doesn't even need to be corrected. It's not true. It's that simple, yeah. There is no noun before a verb. And I had a guy, I always use him, but that's why I never see him anymore. I use his example because I liked it. I was in LA and we were giving a talk and a guy who had heard us for a while said, all right, instead of calling it selfing, let's call it polling. All right, and let's, let's say, all right, so how much is Paul polling on a bad day? 80%, 70%, and how much is Paul polling on a good day? 10%, 15%, and he went on and on and on. I said, no, 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 you don't understand. There's polling that is being used to imply the Paul. There is no Paul without polling. Polling yeah, is the verb, and the mental state derives a noun from it. He was, he was the, if I could find, if I had an illustration book, that would have been one of the illustrations, yeah? He, he was saying, he was just expressing exactly what I'm sharing about, yeah? He was assuming the noun was doing the verb. So Paul is Pauling, but no, Pauling is used to imply the Paul. You're not gonna, this is gonna continue. It's a mechanical apparatus, yeah? But what happens is you lose interest in it and attention in it because you don't see it from it as a fact, you see it as an activity. And you lose interest because it's not you. It's not about you, yeah? And then suddenly, now your interest tension is enriching your day instead of being used to enslave your day to yesterday and tomorrow, it's now enriching your day. The same energy, same energy, directed differently. Yeah? And you'll know the problem from the solution. You don't know the problem from the problem. You get relief from the problem, then you know it. Yeah? The relief is what informs you why you weren't having relief before. The relief itself 
tells you why you weren't seemingly having the relief. Yeah. And then non-duality is like, a, it's not a, not a path to illumination, but whatever, whatever path you're on, it will illuminate it. Whatever seat assignment you have here, it will illuminate it. Yeah. You won't be looking, you won't spend one more second looking for what can't be found, that's for sure. <laughs> Most definitely. You will, probably will never have another metaphysical question again, ever. You'll just, it's just, whew. Yeah. To me, it was like an unspoken yes. I remember when I got severely triggered, and I felt like this is knowledge before now knowing, you know. And then I, uh, I was at a guy who's, he was from the Zen lineage, and he, there's a famous Zen saying, which is, he said, I'm not like a man standing by the river selling water. So, you know, it should make you do a dog head move. Like, what? Am I standing by the river buying water from someone selling water? <laughs> you know? And then he says, it's even funnier that I'm a man standing in the river selling water. <laughs> and that's the last time I saw anybody. <laughs> I just walked out and, uh, yeah, realized I'm wet. Yeah, yeah seriously. The fish can actually be in the ocean and think it's dry with self-centeredness. It can assume a bullshit story is a fact, I'm dry, and then it would drive a you seeking to get wet while it's in the ocean. <laughs> you don't think it's, it's true, I watch it. I watch it in this own, my own little porno theater and I see it in all your porno theaters. And I got a lot of people call me from their porno theater. <laughs> If the fact that you're assuming to be so isn't, all bets are off, yes? And then you'll see where the chips will fall. You'll see how the dominoes drop, yes? You'll see it, and then there'll be an appropriate response to it. Maybe you'll never be moved uh, again in certain circles. Maybe you will be, but you'll wear it loosely. Who knows? I have no idea. My own trajectory was I lost interest in all that because I, there was a contentment and satisfaction that wasn't based on circumstances and situations, yeah? I wasn't looking for it, I was looking to how to express it, really. I mean, I had, you know, yeah, instead of trying to acquire it. And basically, it shut off a lot of the seeking of, on a lot of levels, yeah? So, yeah, any questions? Quick one here, something strikes me as not Perceiving, nouning. Hmm? Selfing and nouning are the same thing. Selfing what? Nouning. Yeah, yeah. Well, the selfing is the activity, the verbing that implies the noun. And okay. see, the thing is, like, you know, I, when I was out there using drugs, I did a lot of cocaine, huge amounts. But I never, not once did I think I was cocaine. But we're starting from being, we're so addicted to disease, the mental state is addicted to the noun, yeah, that we're starting there. I mean, I saw how extreme I was and I never even reached the fucking borderlands of thinking I was cocaine. We're, we're way beyond that. We're in the drug now. We're taking ourselves to be the coke. <laughs> then the coke wants to do some coke. <laughs> to get out of coke. <laughs> yes, yeah. I apologize for anything I ask because 
not appropriate. Is having an addiction mentally easy, I mean, easier or harder, it doesn't matter. We can't carry you like that little guy in Kingston every minute of every day talking us down from our selfing and now. How long, I understand that somebody who's seeking awareness can never find it because you're seeking it and that, I understand all that. But how, how long? Now? All the longness is in now, yeah? While you're following the longness of time, it's rooted in now. Yeah? It's just as easy to see it from now than see it from how long is it going to take than see it from now. Where you hope to arrive at is where you're at right now. Like today is the first day. Well, not even that. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, but a lot of the stuff we're looking for relief from is attributed to the body. There's tons of skillful means to get some relief. I would recommend service, to tell you the truth. It's the easiest way to get out of your idea of self. Do service, not read books or shit, except for mine. Which is available. Yes, which is available for purchase. But we'll get to that later. But, uh, yeah, I, I find when I first started doing talks at a lot of spiritual groups, I would actually recommend the person not come back and just go to a soup kitchen and fucking do service because they were up their ass with non-duality. Yeah, it's, This is not for the action figure. This is a fact that you, whatever what you are, is very, 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 very aware of. Yeah? It does, it's not necessarily, it doesn't have to be a fact to the action figure. You just see you're not the action figure, yeah? The action figure has its own facts. Why do you have to keep claiming them to be yours? You're not this action figure, yeah? So this has its programming, it's gonna do its little thing. If there's a sense of being a body, you have a sense of free will. You do. So why would you waste time on a week retreat trying to convince the body it doesn't have free will? Fuck it. I remember I used to be with the Course in Miracles and there was a lesson called, I am not a body. So we would chant, I am not a body. But the only thing that chants, I'm not a body, is a body. <laughs> so it was reinforcing that I was a body by chanting, I'm not a body. You know, that's not a random, like the Snow White Cougar in the world. It's a basic, commonplace, all day, everyday activity, yes? What we're doing is reinforcing what we're not most of the time. <laughs> and, we're, and that's the last thing you would want to say you're doing. You're, oh, oh, no, I'm looking for the truth. But it isn't that way. The looking is, is, is used as a, as a surface to reflect you. Yeah. The addiction is unbelievably advanced. I mean, the cocaine addiction I got into it took a little time. I wasn't shooting coke in my neck like the first night I went out. Hey, let's shoot some coke in the neck. No, I, I arrived there, but I didn't start there. But we are very advanced, not we. The mental state is addicted to the idea of being a noun. Yes, that's all. 
It, it doesn't matter if it's a spiritual noun or a fucking gangster noun or a surfer dude noun. It doesn't matter. It just wants a noun. And it's got this, you have plenty of it already. You don't need it anymore. But it heaps on, you know, heaps and heaps on. Yeah. So this needed to be corrected. The AA way of life corrected it. Yeah. Now, when I needed to be highly observant out there, I wasn't. Now, when I don't need to be observant, some people are, which I'm not. I don't, I don't really check my motives or check anything. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I've lost interest in the action figure, and I've gained interest in others. And you, in a sense, in this identification, the other could be what you really are, you know? Because this sees what you really are as an other. Yeah? So you may lose interest in self and gain interest in other. You may be in that circle of other, bro. That's why you start doing so much better when you're not thinking about you so much. Yeah. 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 So don't miss, don't, I would humbly suggest, don't try to use or watch what wants to use non-duality as a skillful means. It doesn't work well, I don't find. Yeah. You can't be like, it's like uh, you can't use non-duality like a drug to get off or you know or release you yourself from responsibility. Oh, there's no self, so you know. No, it won't work. It'll fall in its face. Yeah, it's best when it, you're not moved either forward or away, and then it lands a lot more. Yeah, in my view, I think there's a mixing of non-duality with other modalities, and it has nothing to do with the modality. It's a fact. That's all. It's not trying to arrive at a fact. It's denying the fact that's being assumed. That's all. So you d deny the assumed fact, and then you find out the fact. Yeah? And then you get to see life, and you see that tons of shit comes and goes, and yet there, there we are. Yeah? yeah? It's really, you know, in my case as this action figure, it... it was it's become the last answer, really, which is an incredible answer because it negated any need for any other answer. And, you know, I'm open for new downloads. I haven't gotten any for 16, 17 years. It's just been, you know, I ran into this little wall that I felt humbly that the thievery wasn't being pointed out in the rooms. I thought everyone was missing a very important procedure, which is the mental claiming of what's happening so quickly that we start from that false reference, yeah? And seeing that process of selfing super fast, I don't believe any process in time can out-process it. I just don't. So when you sit to meditate, it's already claimed to be the meditator. And not saying it will hold true, but you better notice it, yeah? Because if you don't notice it, you're living for the thief in the house, really. And so that's, and then, so that's how the talks came about, and I haven't, I've gotten any, haven't gotten any new messages in years, really. I'm open to it. I'd love to have a turbocharged version or a radical version where you could paint out faces and do drugs and shit and have deep experiences and write blogs about it. It would be good. I'd be excited, more excited. But, you know, you can't say, you know, it's like, what's new in non-duality 2019? Nothing. <laughs> There's fucking nothing ever new. It's just a fact, yeah? Like it or lump it, it's a fact. And it's a fact that we're all awake, 
And you can seem to be awake to that fact, or you can seem to be asleep to that fact. It doesn't change the fact. It just does not change it. Yeah? Yeah. So... Yes. Uh, I had the experience like a year and a half ago. I used to take oxycodone for back pain for like mm. 15 years. And it started out with severe back pain and took a lot of uh, painkiller. And then over the years, the pain went away, but I kept taking the painkillers. And I gradually weaned down to like I was taking like a quarter of a pill every morning for months and months. I would just get up in the morning, I'd say, I need my oxycodone. And then one day, had this thought, and I suddenly realized all this time I thought that I was the person thinking I needed this, and suddenly there was a shift, and I saw this as a thought, like I was hearing it, yeah. and I thought, oh my God, I've been listening to this voice in my head tell me I need this for 15 years, and as soon as I saw it as a thought, I, I, it was obvious that it was not me, that it was a thought that was claiming to be me, yeah. just yeah. what you're saying. Yes. Those are free samples with the hopes that, uh, see, the mind can imagine the whole pie with just a very tiny sample. Yeah, so you get a free sample and the mind expounds on it. Like, the, you know, the hundred monkey phenomena? Yeah, so the mind isn't, the mind isn't in a, like a ratio knowledge into this. It's just a little bit can go way off. Yeah, so that's what happens. And yeah. happens on other occasions where I'll, I'll be thinking about something, let's say I'm resenting something and I'm building up this idea in my mind and all of a sudden I'll realize I'm listening to this voice in my head telling me what to think. Yes, it's not you. I feel. And I realize, oh my God, that's not me. Yes, it's not you. So basically, in a way here, the aperture of viewing here has opened up more. So now you're seeing more of what you're not than you used to be seeing. Yeah, that's one of the side effects, let's say. And then the ring opens up even more, and more of what you thought you were is included in what you're not. And then it hits a point where there's a leap. Yeah? And then whatever can be seen or perceived isn't you. Yeah? Like Hoang Po says, a beautiful line, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. Yeah, so, yes, you should perceive thoughts, they can't be perceiving things, can't be perceiving you, can't be perceiving as an object, I can't be perceiving as an object. Yeah, it just clears the whole board out. So whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Yes? Whenever, whatever can be known cannot be what's known. Whatever can be studied cannot be that which is studied. Yes? That's the dilemma in a sense with science. We can study everything, but we can't study the studying. Studying is always in its own little field, and you can't turn the eye to look at the eye, can you? No. Yeah. So you'll get it, there'll be an inference or an intimation of the no man's land where there is no nouns to be found, seeing, and you'll realize that's all there is. There's no seer, there's seeing. Yeah? And so in a way, this is how it's worked with me, there's an intimacy of what I am by seeing what I'm not. Yeah? So I see what I'm not, and I in, there's an intimation of what I am. Because I can't see what I am. But I get there by seeing what I'm not. Yes? Oh, it's beautiful. So then there's an intimation. And so it's almost like if you got a glimpse out of the corner of your eye 
of what you can never see. It's a it's, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the fact that you're entertaining verifies itself. You just see it. You see duality all the time. Look at our lives. We were addicts in recovery. What is that but duality? It swung one way, it swings the other way. Yes, every coin in this in this realm has two sides. No matter how many times you cut the coin, there's still two sides. This is a, and the duality is projected by the dualism. Yeah, so undifferentiated light going through this two lens little made up thing puts out a binary dreaming based on the subject objectness of the camera, so to speak. Yeah, I'll use, I'll use one more and then we'll go in. So here's a camera, incredible. 360 degree HD, unbelievable camera. And it's got a moving tripod, it's walking around, and it sees this old camera called a brownie. Someone just gave me one and when I was young. Actually, there was it, it, the brownie I was thinking of was like a little thing you'd buy at a store and you, you just could take eight pictures and then they'd develop and throw the box out, right? And so the lens was plastic, so when you looked it through, it was just like hope, you know, you couldn't even see <laughs> what you were taking a picture of. And then you bring it in, they develop it, there goes the paper camera. So here's this brownie, so this unbelievable camera sees the brownie and looks through it. And as it's looking through it, it seems to forget that it's the big camera. So now its, sub it's subjectiveness moving through the object of the brownie is sort of identified as the brownie, yes? So it forgets it's the big camera and it's starting to look at life through this and it has vague, irritable, restless, and discontent of yeah, fucking surround vision, everything, and I can't even see now. So it's not that so happy. And so what it does is it just starts buying Nikon lenses, like $5,000 lenses, <laughs> snaps it on the brownie, but the first lens is the plastic lens. It doesn't matter what comes after, it can't correct the first one. First lens. The first lens negates everything that comes after. So it's got 5,000 Nikon, still can't fucking see. You know what I mean? So then someone comes by, some other camera goes, hey, bro, what are you looking through that? Wow, you're looking through that camera. And then you realize, what? You were thinking you were the camera. And so then the idea that, hey, I may not be the camera is entertained, and it just pulls away. It's not like ripped away or it's got stitches have to be cut. There's no, it was never the fucking brownie. It was just identified as the brownie. So the camera just moves away and now sees the brownie. Instead of looking from it, it sees it. Yes? Now maybe it starts looking through the brownie again, but it never fucking takes itself to be the brownie. Yes, this is the message. Simple as that. And then do whatever you're going to do. Become a great yogini or don't do anything. You'll see what, whatever you see the sign it will be, you'll have enough ability to uh, fucking complete it. Yeah? Yeah. So, but be warned, you know, like a cigarette pack. This should be on each spiritual cigarette pack. This could be dangerous to your spiritual health. You know, living from a false reference, really. I mean, shit, can you imagine all that's happening is being claimed by something that's not even you? Fuck. And then you're worrying about someone who won't, you a complete stranger. <laughs> and then that's why a lot of people don't want to hear the message because there's been a huge investment in Paul. And we have this another story, the Poopus Hooper story. Used to the AA. So here's a guy who has a beautiful house, great lawn. And he has a lot of functions on the lawn, like he rents it out for weddings and croquet, you know, lawn bowling tournaments and shit like that. 
Every morning he likes to jump off the porch with no shoes, run around the lawn, do some angels in the dew, the morning dew. Then one day he jumps out, he lands on shit. So he fuck, fuck, he's got to go back on the porch, put on some shoes, starts walking around. There's a lot of shit, it smells. It's like crazy. So he goes, well, I don't know what to do. So he goes inside, closes the door, doesn't look outside for a few hours, looks back out, goes out, there's even more. So then he just closes the door, puts the curtains down, goes to Home Depot, buys pictures of lawns, put them up. And he starts, you know, mem- you know, memories. Oh, that lawn ball. Oh, I had so much fun. I was going to get married now. You know, all this bullshit. And then he's bitching. And then a lot of people are having the same problem. You know, they had beautiful lawns and there's tons of shit on them now. And so they start having meetings. And then someone says, hey, there's something called a poopus scooper. And if you can pick up the f- shit fast enough, you may get like a two by six foot piece of lawn for a couple hours. Hey, that's the best you can do. So he starts doing it and he gets good at it. And then he starts doing it with two, right? And he starts, people who have the problem start hearing about it and they start asking him to come to the meetings. He becomes a circuit speaker, starts giving big talks about pooper scoopers. And then he starts having his own pooper scoopers, you know, and he's got little autographed, you know, scoopers. And, uh, Mr. Bob, whatever, and you know, the videos, tutorials, <laughs> he's got the whole thing going on, and he thinks he has the answer, yeah, because he can pick up a lot of shit pretty fast, the shit keeps coming, but he can pick it up, so a guy comes to see him and says, hey, I heard you have a problem, he says, I don't have a problem, I'm Mr. Pooper Scooper, I got it all fucking handled, people, I'm talking everywhere, paying tons of things, writing a book, and so the guy goes, okay, find the dog, yeah. And the guy, you would think the guy would go right for that solution, easiest off the way, but he's invested. He's got 500 pooper scoopers in the garage. He's got a couple talking engagements. Yeah, the mental state's not so into the solution because actually in our condition, we take ourselves to be the dog and we can't entertain getting rid of the dog. That would be killing ourselves or destroying us. And you know what? If we, if Attaining reality means your destruction. You're going to go very slow on the fucking path of attaining reality. Yeah? So this is the point. The mental, the mental identification is invested in the story. Big fucking time. Yeah? So now, you hear the dog get rid of the dog. The dog's the cause of the shit. There's no shit. Yeah? Maybe you see yourself as the dog. And therefore, you can't entertain being free of it. That's what happened with that seeing self as not me. The next possibility was I could be free from it. Then I, my whole life story was told to me in a flash that I had been trying to be free as it all this time. All I needed was to see it as other. As soon as I saw what I was calling me as something else, I could be free from it. If you don't see it that way, you're trying to be free as it. And that's one of the biggest bondages of self. So, yes, this tour is over. Let's get down to the commerce, <laughs> books and shirts. No, any, if you have questions, you can ask. But if you want, Zen Bitch Slap, go to YouTube. The videos will re- constantly repeat the same thing over and over again. And say it in thousands of different ways. But we're trying to, how easy is it? I have the easiest job in the world. I'm trying to get something through you that you already are. I mean, it's easy. Yeah. That's it. That's it. An hour and ten minutes, that's it.
That's it, bro. All right. What, am I supposed to go two hours? I don't know. I have 20 minutes worth of questions. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be very interested in the topic. I'm just thinking, so. uh, Don't listen to him. <laughs> don't listen to my friend. That's it. Everyone's <laughs> all right. Great. Thank you. Thank you.